everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am here to talk comics today. So, I brought my comic buddy, my special guest, King Tom. How you doing? I'm doing great, Sal. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I'm like, you know, I invited you on this show, mm-hmm. and then I heard your Yabu <laughs> on the last episode of The Sith List, and I was like, man, did I make a mistake? Probably. I don't know, you know, now, but I'm like, you know what, dude, I know, I know King Tom for a while. Like maybe this was a momentary lapse in judgment, <laughs> perhaps. You know, if, if you've ever heard a, a Naboo on the Sith list last week, th- the rest of us deserved that. It was trying. And I like Naboos are trying enough <laughs> uh, as a, as a listener. I do, I do probably the amount of grimacing that you guys do on the show <laughs> you know yeah but yeah uh good times uh i decided to go ahead and not cancel on you so welcome thank you welcome oh, to the thank you for having me thank you for not mm-hmm. uh canceling mm-hmm. good times good times it's, it's, it's really hard man it's really hard uh let's see i don't even know if if i can find a way to explain this that makes sense if you don't listen to the show basically <laughs> There's a guy named Boo on the show, and they came up with a game where they could, the answer could be, nah, Boo, which is like funny and cute and like, ah, that's a cool thing in and of itself. Yeah. But the the game that he came up with was like, he comes up with like three pieces of trivia and you have to choose the one that's not true. But like, it's always like, like not like, and then he doesn't know. So like sometimes he'll throw out like a fact and you'll be like, oh, that's the false one. And then he'll be like, no, no, no. It was like August 1979, not September. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, because I did know it was true that such and such read a treatment for the script, but I forgot it was in August, not September. And the one that was not true was that like, or the one that was true was, I don't know. I'm done. He'll say like, you know, the, the... Mark Hamill's motorcycle crash when he means to say car crash. And even though that's wrong and that should be it. No, that's not the one he was thinking <laughs> yeah. about. And then, and then like, he'll make a mistake like that. And he'll be like, Oh no, no, no that was my bad. That one's true. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, it's not, sir. You just, you told me a false fact and I found the false fact. I have beat your game. Uh, it's, it's the one trivia game in which no one wins. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. So enjoy so, that. If you, if you're a fan of trivia games that no one wins, check out the Sith list. On the weekly. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, so uh, Araj asked me, because Boo was out last week, too, because we, like you said, we expressed a lot of frustration on the show to come up with a, mm. a version of that of my own. And, um, yeah, I don't think I said anything right. I I, res- my... I respect how angry your facts <laughs> came out. <laughs> like, as another person who's frustrated with Naboo, I get it. Mm. <laughs> well, so, that and I tried to work in the little vocal mannerisms and mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah. So the delivery was tip top. I will I will Th- give you. Thank that. you, thank yeah. you. I did have someone um, tweet at me about how they knew that, that, that because I mentioned you know in, in boo fashion and speaking of comics when uh, the original Star Wars adaptation was done in 1977 by Dark Horse Comics and. Someone tweeted at me, yeah, I knew he was wrong the second he said Dark Horse instead of Marvel. And I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> you crazy kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we are going to talk comics today. We are going to talk the first run of that new, I say new, it's been about a year, Darth Vader series running right now. It's called Dark Heart of the Sith, and it's the first six issues. Uh, I put down little facts here. Because when Rashad comes down, he does things like super professional-like, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Written by Greg Pak, art by Rafael Ienko, and covers by Inhuk Lee. Uh, yeah. This is the first five issues. The covers are pretty dope. The art is like a little more like older school. Like it seems like a kind of a mishmash of like 70s, 90s mm-hmm. comics style. But it works. Like there's some really, really good panels, like some really good splash panels, too. Yeah, the the covers. There are two things about the covers. First, Vader kind of reminds me of that Macquarie Vader they had for they used for Rebels. Okay, skinny Vader. Yeah, kind of a little bit skinny, but also at the time with you know they they released the first few covers before the series came out, 
Mm-hmm. And on two and three and four, you see Vader with what, you know, we think it's Padme. Yeah, yeah. And this drove people crazy at the time. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely right about the, the art is definitely, there's a throwback element to it, which surprisingly when, when they've done that in Star Wars, it's worked. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the art is definitely good. You know, it's not like a, it's good. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not, that's not twist apples or whatever. That's yeah. not a thing. I just made that up. I'll have hey, to try it sometime. You know, we forgot, we forgot plugs. Oh. King Tom, just real quick, where can people find you on the internets? We'll do it again. You can again. find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, weekly on the Sith List, and then I do Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. Uh, you can check us out at theroguerebels.com, where we have all kinds of stuff. Uh, look, I know everybody's excited about the Bad Batch, the thing, uh, the trailer ju- just dropped today. I'm excited too. You might want to go to our website and look up why Quinlan Voss should be in the Bad Batch. Uh, that's a very fun article that I had fun with. Uh, we have a Facebook page where I'm uploading a crap load of like my references for costumes. Cause I've collected so much references for building these costumes that we build over the years. And Flickr is also being like, you can only put up a thousand pictures. So I've started putting my pictures on Facebook cause it's free. Uh, we are on Instagram and TikTok at the rogue rebels. And we are on Twitter at what is our Twitter? Rogue Rebels Fam, F-A-M, because we're a family, and we're just Rogue Rebels on Twitch, and we do that all the time. Maybe not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, I get, yeah, let's keep going into the comics. I, the cover, yeah, the cover thing's like, and you always get the cover, like, what, three or four months out, they release the solicitations mm-hmm. for three or four months down the road, and you're like, what? Now, like, you know, instantly in my head when I see this, I'm like, okay, it's like, it's like another like little force vision quest and he's like he's got to come to terms with his pain again Darth Vader and his pain he's always mm-hmm. dealing with that pain um but as the covers keep coming like especially the third issue where they're like standing back to back in action pose mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite like you can tell she's in a new costume and stuff because the first issue she's in like the arena white jumpsuit costume and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's remembering times on Geonosis, because that's what Vader does. He goes around hurting and hurting people. Um, and then you see she's in a different costume, and that's my cue of like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. this is this is not, you know, which my head instantly went to Sabe. It which... took me a while. It took me a while to realize that, or to put, you know, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, there's a classic Marvel Leia costume. That they did, that they used for her in a few issues that came out, I think, between Empire and Jedi. That has like that black shirt with a white texture, diamond textured mm-hmm. vest over it. Okay. And that's what I thought. That it, it's a pretty cool costume. The, yeah. the way it was drawn back then on Leia, and I think it, you know, it looks good on Padme here. And that's what I thought they were doing. Yeah, I do like the costume stuff. Like the costume looks really, really cool. And then later, like. There's some other cool like little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the covers are good. All right, I guess we'll just get into the run. And I just like I save like random little pictures that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at this point, like it's basically starts like right at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Vader yeah. watches these fools jump out to hyperspace and is like, and is in a mood, <laughs> and then goes straight to his shuttle. With Death Troopers and a forensics droid that's like, he's kind of like a weak style, like triple zero. Like he's not as funny. Yeah. And he doesn't have any, he doesn't want to kill anyone. Now does, because at the, around the same time, Vader gets a call from Sheev, but I, I think he leaves the, the, the bridge of the Star Destroyer before yeah. he can answer it. It's, so it's not like he's, tell him I'm not here. Yeah. The call yeah. goes to the bridge, and they're, like, watching his shuttle go out the window, and they're like, oh, he's not here. And the Emperor's like, really? Right, yeah. You know. Uh, but there are a few, like, funny things. Like, the, the droid is, like, a forensics droid. Mm-hmm. So when the droid's, like, loading the stuff on the shuttle, he's like, oh, cool, death troopers. There'll be lots to analyze. <laughs> you know, and I thought that was pretty cute. Uh, and then, like, Vader, like, sets the droid to, you know, 
like to keep his secrets basically oh you he sets him to like self-destruct if he ever tells anybody about what he's about to happen Mm -hmm. he does it himself yeah by hand yeah (laughs) (laughs) because why not yeah that's what he does he likes fixing droids remember Mm-hmm. Until those Clone Wars episodes where he's like, now nah, I just take him apart. <laughs> uh, so he goes straight to Tatooine. And he's like, we need to like figure this out. So they like hit the garrison and bring up the like the, the, the ranch. And, you know, they find the Lars farm and he goes back there. And it's like, there's nothing there, you know, because it's all cause everybody's dead. <laughs> uh, but fortunately for Vader, pirates come attack him. Yeah. Pirates in this, like, super weird, like, souped-up U-wing kind of looking thing. Mm -hmm. And then with two extra fighters that I'm trying to figure out exactly what they are. They look like V-wings with some modifications or something. Okay. I can accept that. That's good. But, you know, in classic Vader metal fashion, like, Mm -hmm. they, like, blow him up with missiles or something, and then he's, like, just still walking all on fire. Like, yeah. I love these, like, Terminator shots. And this is, like, one of those splash pages that just looks really dope. It's Vader walking on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, a lot of the Vader covers, like, especially in that Sewell run, they mm-hmm. just got so, like, you know, power metal epic. It would be, like, yeah. Vader walking through lava, getting struck by lightning, like, <laughs> you know. So we're getting a little bit of that on Tatooine. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Um... You know, he just, like, kills everybody in classic Vader fashion, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun and enjoyable for the rest of us. And then they're like, well, we need to figure stuff out. And then he just takes, he, they go back to Coruscant. Except he doesn't go to, like, the Emperor. I think the droid, like, thinks he's going to, to the Emperor. Yeah. And he, like, they go to, like, the district and they're like, <gasps> the apartment of Padme Amidala, like, former senator who was killed, like, 20 years ago, blah, 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 or whatever, you know. Nobody's been in here. Nobody's been in here since then. And they, like, go in. They're investigating. And they find, like, the security quarter, the security recordings from that time are gone, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so then they're, like, they find, like, a little transceiver and trace it to who it's transceiving to. And that's where they, like, pick up the trail. Mm-hmm. You know? I was a bit confused by the transition the first time I read it. Like, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't think, I didn't realize it was broadcasting to uh, Vendaxa. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like one of those little, it's like a line. So if you, like, miss it, yeah. you're like, wait, what? Like, because mm-hmm. especially in comic books, they cut somewhere else and then you're like, okay, cool, we're picking this up. And then he shows up and you're like, wait, how did he get there? He was right. just over here. Um, It's like pretty, uh, like, through a lot of these comics... He's having all these flashbacks in like this red art and it's, it's like, it's young Padme and it's all like, you know, he walks into this apartment and she's like, no, it's okay. Like, you know, and it's whatever happened in episode two or three when they last saw each other. And like right before he like left the Star Destroyer in the first place, he's like just reliving those past five minutes of like Luke falling down the shaft and him being like, mm. <laughs> so they're here. And then they go to Vendaxa, and there's, like, a rebel base, right? Or a hidden rebel base that's being overrun by crazy land squid things. Yeah, that's a good way to put them. They have tentacles, and this one, you know, this one panel with the Gungan and the, oh, yeah. the squid behind him is a little bit odd. Well, it's like, you see a Gungan come out, and you're like, hey, look, it's a Gungan, and they're like, they're, we're being overrun or something, and then the, the thing kills him. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Did they just did they just kill a Gungan just because? Why you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did, and then Vader like busts onto the base, and like kills the creatures and stuff. And then like when he sees the girl here, it's it's you know he's like Padme because it's you know she's got the white you know vest kind of tunic thing sleeveless with the black sleeves underneath, and it does look like Padme ish. So yeah. if I had to describe it, I would say Naboo military esque. Ooh, that's that's a very good way of putting it. You like that? I like that. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like now that I think about, you know, Captain Panaka was all leathers. So, yeah, but it's okay. it's it's. I think it's in the style, not the color. Okay, that's fair. I'll accept. I accept. <laughs> uh, so they're like, 
she's like trying to kill him and she's like, oh, you're the emperor. Blah, blah, blah. And then like, he like keeps chasing her down and he's like the unstoppable Jason thing. She's like trying to shoot at him and he's like, deflect, deflect, deflect. And like picks her up and stuff. And then he's like, ah, you are the queen's shadow. You know? And so they put the line yeah. in and that's where me as a comic book reader is like, yeah. Yep. So that was pretty dope. How did this reveal hit you? Yeah, I was I was the same way. I was very happy they were tying it in with the books. Um, I, I I like that series of books so far. Yeah, yeah, you really, know, I, really I, well done. Yeah, I like the depth it's adding to the handmaidens and to Padme, and you know, I I had a theory that I I don't think is going to happen. I, I I said, what if you know. Sabe ends up involved with the rebellion, and that did happen. But mm-hmm. what if she's the reason that Leia had those impressions of her mother? I've heard that before too, mm-hmm. and like nothing has been touched about it yet. So I'm very like because that seems like a really interesting. But I also think that there's some time. I feel like there's going to be something between Empire and Jedi, mm-hmm. because like it, there's this very. Uh, what is it? Like some of the books and stuff have very filled in. Hey, she's adopted and blah, 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 blah. Like she's a refugee. Like all that has sort of been spelled out in like Leia, Princess of Alderaan and all these other books. Mm-hmm. But then when we get to the line of like, what do you remember about your mother? Your real mother? Nothing. Just images really feel, you know, and that I think is where you're going to get. Like, I think that there's something after Empire that we don't have yet. Yeah. Maybe question mark mm-hmm. where she learns of her true unquote unquote lineage i mean maybe not think, the whole lineage but at least half of it i think there's definitely something and that would be a, that would be a great time to do it but there's definitely something for the moment of leia finding this out and looking into padme and i i i want to get that and that yeah, would be yeah. a great time to do it um the and i i hope it's okay to spoil something we're probably going to be talking about later on um you've been warned. you know if <laughs> yeah, spoiler warning. Come back and listen to this after you finish the rest of the episode. Um, but you know, Vader is is on this quest here to find out what happened to Padme and where Luke came from. Right. And throughout this whole thing, he does find out about Luke at the end, but he never finds out about Leia. Right, right. And, well, his whole and, thing, yeah. He's like, who, basically he's looking for all the people involved. You know what I mean? He's like, who right. hid, who hid him? Because he still thinks it's only just him, but go ahead. Yeah, but which and that makes me wonder if you know, okay, if Sabe and the rest knew about Luke, but they didn't know about Leia. Wow, that that's interesting. I like that because he never. I don't. I'm pretty sure he just uses brute force. He doesn't try and read their minds or coerce it out right, of them. Right. Um, yeah, that sounds like Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, I also like what I was saying earlier about the, uh, like the link We have the line in return of the Jedi where she responds to real mother instead of going, I'm sorry, real mother. What? You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't say I never knew her. She just says blah, 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 whatever. And in, uh, what it's the princess Leia comic series that happens the it's a mini series yeah. and it happens like right after a new hope, they literally go to Naboo. And she sees, like, a stained glass window of Padme mm-hmm. and, like, has, like, a weird force vision, but doesn't recognize her. Yeah. Like, at least doesn't recognize her as anything. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, if she had known of her true lineage, I think she would have gone to Naboo and been like, this is where my family is at. You know, like, she takes, no, I'm sorry, it's not winter. Oh, my God. That's a deep pull. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She takes Yvonne. Yvonne yes, Verlaine. To, uh, to Naboo, and then she's like, "Are you all right?" You're like staring weird. Oh no, no, no! I'm good. I'm good. Never mind. Let's go. And there's one of my favorite things in Leia, Princess of Alderaan, when she goes to have lunch with Panaka, oh, yeah. and she's wearing the Queen's extra dress, mm-hmm. and he's just like looking at her, like, "You look so familiar." Uh huh. Oh, you mean Muff yeah. Panaka? Yeah, Muff Panaka. Dun 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 dun. Yep. Man, that was a tough pill to tough pill to take back in the day. I was like, "Are you yeah. serious? He was all right." And then I was like, "You know what? He was not all right." <laughs> you know? Well, I disagree but, with the Jedi on this one. <laughs> the, the whole the, movie, dude, is him like 
him like yelling at Qui-Gon. Uh-uh. I do not. We can't take a royal highness there. The Huts are gangsters. Like, yeah. The whole movie, dude. Mm-hmm. It made sense, though. It did, but it's still funny. It, yeah, oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> and even the way, though, I think that Leia says, oh, maybe we can trust him. Or is it is it um, Bale, Bale and uh, She's not Brea Bale, say is that. she? I'm sorry? Oh, 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 okay, never mind. You're talking about, okay. I thought yeah, we were still, because she's with, uh, I thought she was with either Holdo or that kid, Kier. Was she in with her Princess? No, it, she went with the Queen of Naboo. So that would be Brea. No, the Queen of Naboo, that would be, yeah. I, I don't, don't the then, the yeah. whoever was, you know, a few years before New Hope, but uh-huh. then she went home, and I think, you know, she's talking about it with her parents because he 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 got blowed up, and oh. they were like, well, "We thought he was one of the ones we could use to convince Sheev to be on our side uh, or work against Sheev." I really like the idea that like the fact that Vader never figures out about Leia until mm-hmm. Luke's feelings betray him, right? Right. That we're kind of following through here, also mm-hmm. calls back on the happenstance. That that dude just happened to be in the room and adopted a child when yeah. all of this went down. Pretty much. He was there and they were like, oh man, this is like really sucks, dude. You just had to kill your boy. I had the fight of my life and lost my jacket and my lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, like, what are we going to do? And he's like, I could use a daughter. <laughs> I want I, I, I like, a kid. You know what? Y'all didn't even know that my wife, we, it's a thing. Like, we could use, mm-hmm. we will take the girl. She will be loved. Just the girl, though. <laughs> You're a king. I guess he's not a king. She's the queen. Mm-hmm. He's the consort. But still, yeah. like, you can't take a son, too, man. You got to split these kids up. What are we going to do with the boy? Uh, family? He's got family somewhere. He's got family, right? Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> Jedi logic, y'all. Um, yeah. So that, I really enjoy that, like, he doesn't figure it out. But the real, like, if you get down to the bottom of, like, the the trail that he's following the actual explanation is so random and unbelievable <laughs> that like uh you know how would you figure that out i oh. no idea it's that jedi logic and he probably forgot all about it mm-hmm. he lost all that obi-wan was in the room when it had no 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 okay, i'm gonna stop okay so he figures that you know he's like hey you're sabe but older this is awesome but he doesn't go like we used to be friends so anyway he's like she is like, you know, like, we're doing this, blah, 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 blah. Like, and he's like, he's like, why are you trying to kill me? Because they're like, you went to Mustafar. Like, we thought that you were the bad guy. And he's like, I'm just trying to find out who killed Padme. And she's like, me too. Let's team up. Awesome. And then there are these like, I really like these panels. He's fighting with her as they're like, you know, the gates are open and these creatures have invaded the base. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it flashes back to like, Padme, you know, fighting yep. in the arena and then like a very similar thing of Sabe fighting, the, you know, and then it's like mm-hmm. him and her back to back and it's him and Sabe back to back, you know, but it's Vader. I like that whole page of art and I thought that yeah, was that, a really, really interesting and fun idea. And the the artist does a really good job with Padme's face versus Sabe's face too. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then like they're about to leave and She's like, I can take you to the, like, basically you, I have the recordings. I'll take you to the recordings. And then she's like, wait, we have to bury these people. Mm -hmm. Um, I shouldn't be laughing at that, but wait, we have to bury these people. These were good rebels. And he's like, they're traitors, whatever droid help them. And the droids all like, man, I didn't sign up for this. And so the droid helps her bury her friends, which is like played as a funny thing. And I'll admit I laughed, but now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds much less funny than than it is in the comic. It's, it's worth a laugh. Uh, yeah. Jet, we're just horrible people, aren't we? Yeah. Humanity has no chance, dude. Uh, oh, but she has a really good line. You know, they they bury the bodies and the droid's all pissed off. And she's like, they're good soldiers. And the droid is like, and rebels and traitors of my scans are correct. Let's not forget that. And she's like, they were good soldiers who walked with me at Padme's funeral. And then you see like Vader... In his, yep. I love ah, like the way that they can do Vader in comics 
and like they frame everything with perfect light like like now it's like vader like it's vader it's mm-hmm. vader's mask but he looked pensive as hell yeah it's all he looks a little bit sad there <laughs> like he looks like he heard what she said and it touched the deepest core of him mm-hmm. okay next issue this beautiful opening splash page of vader on naboo with yeah. those things those stupid things i can't remember the names of them the like <sighs> he it, yeah, like the... anakin is riding on him and he gets trampled and she comes and checks on him and then they like roll around in the fields and laugh ah, ha, 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 in episode two mm-hmm. uh i can't remember the name i just lost my my trivia card <laughs> <laughs> and some butterflies like everything about this panel is beautiful it is like it is. vader in this setting and they like like this is this is a good I'm going to spend an hour and a half talking about this splash panel. <laughs> okay. Keep the show rolling, dude. I'm, I'm done. It's a good panel. It is good. So they make it back to the lake house, the lake retreat or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Padme's summer home. Uh, and they go in and like they're ambushed by Typho and Tanra. Yep. Everybody knows who Typho. Well, okay. Typho was her, her uh, Senate security in episode two. Mm-hmm. Tanra is in te- episode one, but he's basically like an uncredited extra unless you read Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow, in which mm-hmm. case he was like one of the heads of security that ended up working a lot with Sabe on a few things, which one of those things which included going back to Tatooine after the queen became the senator to try to rescue uh, Shmi. Yeah. And that is a really, really, really great part of that book queen's shadow that mm-hmm. i loved that they like included like you know how would you even think of that other than being the person that's like how come this never happened like there is so much of that in star wars and i feel that uh like now i'm just gonna talk about Queen's shadow and queen's peril real quick uh, one of those things that ek johnston i think obviously i don't know but like I think she takes all of those things that people point out as inconsistencies in a costume or how did this or why did they never or what is, you know, she takes all of those things that she turns them into like a really, really good book. So, -hmm. for instance, if somebody was to point at episodes, the prequels and say she changes up costumes every single like she gives like reasons for why the clothes change. She gives utilitarian uh, like tech in in the clothes and like what they do and how they like protect her and like stuff like 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 Padme's uh Padme's wardrobe is really an arsenal. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Like and it's so well done. It's like mm-hmm. it's really 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 good. Um so I re- that's another part of those books that I really really enjoy. It's not talked about much in here, but I I really like that and I just wanted mm-hmm. to say it out loud. And it's my podcast. I can do what I want. I'm, I'm glad you said it. That's right. This is my Yabu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, they attack Vader for a second and then Vader. And then she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he's like, nobody kills, attacks me and gets away with it. Give me a reason to let you live. And they were like, she was like, I said everything was good. And they're like, hey, you were with Vader. We figured you were like, <laughs> you know, under extreme duress. Um, you know, so he's like, what's going on? And they're like, okay, fine. We'll take you to the recordings. And they all get in a bongo. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I enjoy in comic books that you don't get a lot of in the movies is Vader sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> just I had never noticed that, but yeah, he does that a lot. He just sitting in the back seat like a little, he's just <laughs> along for the ride. He's in the Uber. He's waiting for his juice box or whatever, whatever have you. But here they also talk about the Queen Shadow stuff. He's like, yeah, we went undercover to Tatooine. You know, we we never for, she never forgot that Anakin's mother had been left in slavery. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's our great. It was her greatest regret that we couldn't find it. And he was like, what happened? And she was like, and, and they're like, well, we went back and we couldn't find her. You know, but if you read Queen's Shadow, it's Queen's Shadow where they talk about that. Um, and it's like, I think she had already been sold to the Larses. Yeah. And it gets into a little bit about the politics of how, as a queen, she could never be allowed to do something so, quote unquote, selfish as, like, mm-hmm. save one slave, even though, like, it nodded her for the, 
X number of years of her term for the four years, you know, mm-hmm. that she was queen. Um, but as a senator and as her own person with her own resources, she was finally free to send her undercover cop to go do it. And I'm like, dude, your, your undercover cop is really good. I don't think you have to worry about what people think. Like, they can get in and out <laughs> and not worry about it. Except, I guess, your undercop kind of looks exactly like you, so that might be an issue. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to poke holes in it. I really like the fact that that happened. No, it was, like you said, it was a great thing that E.K. Johnson just took and ran with. Yeah. I think that's, like, uh, just to touch on those books again, <laughs> like... The things that people think they don't want, all the politics and blah, 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 because like Queen's Shadow is basically, and I guess Queen's Peril is too. It's about her being queen and it's about her, Queen's Shadow is more about her turning into a senator and learning how to work the Republic and um, things like that. But the, the idea of, oh man, I lost what I was going to say. It was really good dude. You're going to have to trust me. Um, Like... It is, there isn't, there's not lightsabers, there's not giant blaster battles in these books most of the time. I mean, Queen's Peril does touch on the invasion of Naboo, so you do have some conflict there uh, of the physical kind. But, like, they do a really good job of getting to the the meat of it and getting the reasoning behind a lot of what it is that she's trying to do to help people. And Mm. it's really kind of like an eye-opener, and it's well done, dude. I really like, I really like those books. Yeah. Well, the third one's coming out this fall, right? Yeah, we're getting Queen's Hope very soon, which apparently is her during wartime. So it's going to be like, you know, I guess during the Clone War, (laughs) starting at the end of episode two and ending shortly before. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll see. But like, that's also sounds really interesting. And this will be the first book that actually has Anakin in it. Other than Anakin got in a spaceship one time and blew a bunch of people up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and he accidentally won us a war. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, so they go down, like, they take a bongo, and they go deep within Naboo, under, and they, like, they're attacked by Colo Clawfish, and Darth Vader kills them, but the bongo is destroyed, and they swim to the nearest Gungan, like, they're almost at this, you know, Gungan bubble dome, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't actually know what those are called. Uh, but they get there. And they get in the thing and they're like, here it is, Vader. Here's the recording. Like, now you can help us or whatever. And the recording is Sabe and, like, all the rest of them. Like, they're all there. Like, uh, as in, you know, like right now it's only Typho and uh, uh, Tonra. Yeah. But they're in there and they're like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Tonight we call ourselves Amidalans and together we pledge to find whoever murdered our queen and kill them. So we swear. And I'm like, oh, that is not at all what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, no, it's didn't didn't see that one coming. Okay, and then Vader looks up and he's like, oh, and they're they're like, the last thing you know, uh, Typho's like, she told me she was going to Mustafar, and I let her go alone. You live on Mustafar. You're the one that killed her and Anakin. And they, like, turn on Vader, and Vader's like, what? Like, are you serious right now? What are you guys even going to do? And then (laughs) the Sando Aqua Monster comes down to eat the entire thing. And that is not what I thought was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. So, if there's one thing that I like about the writing of this comic, thank you, Greg Pak, is that every time something that I don't think is going to end that way ends that way something on top of that comes out and tops it even bigger because yeah. the comic that's where like if, if you're a monthly reader that's where the comic ends <laughs> and you're sitting on this for a month yeah i mean what what like how i was i wasn't nervous i know vader's gonna be okay <laughs> but at the same time i'm like yo this is the greatest plan <laughs> like how else do you take down vader <laughs> he's Fuck. underwater he's got a sando aqua monster that can eat the entire bubble that you're in like what are you gonna do yeah uh that that i 
it's one of those things. If I didn't know there was a Return of the Jedi, I would think that I would be I would be worried for Vader. <laughs> Which is weird to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, next issue comes out and he kills the Sandowako monster. He like yeah. he gets eaten and then he like comes out of its little brain or something and stabs it in the head and it's a whole thing. And then the, like the droid congratulates him on being the only person ever on record to have killed a Sandowako monster. And also he's increased the chances of the species extinction by 87% or something like that. Yeah, that, that was a great line. <laughs> Which is like ridiculous. And he's like, why do you keep talking? And he's like, oh, my job is analyzing dead stuff and you keep killing stuff. So the more you kill, the more I talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's kind of cute. So they come out and they go back to like feed. And then he gets there and there's like a standing army waiting for him. But it's like, a, it's all the, it's like a, a few Gungans with like some shields you know, like everybody's there, and this dude in front says, "I'm Captain Rick O'Lee, and we are the Amidalans. <laughs> we sentence you to death for the murder of Padme, Queen, Senator of Naboo, and General Anakin Skywalker, her Jedi protector." And they trap him on like these little bubble Gungan technology. And then Vader's I- like, "You knew them," you know. And then he's like, we fought by their side. And then it like flashes back to when he was a little kid and those two control the pitch. You catch on pretty quick. <laughs> like, I, I love how it's it's him explaining what's going on to Vader. Yeah. but I, that's what he does. I love how the entire time they're trying to kill Vader for Anakin and Padme. Yeah. Like they keep, and they're yelling it out, dude. Like as they're fighting him, they're like, for Padme and Anakin. Like it, this happens like five times in the issue. And every time it happens, like, a little flash goes off in Vader's head of, like, hey, remember that time uh, me and Rick O'Lea got past a blockade or got back into a blockade or something? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, remember that time that uh, me, uh, like, Sabe was like, oh, we're sure the Queen's heart goes with you. Bye. Uh, yeah, remember that time? Like, like, all Vader does is remember that time. <laughs> yep. Um, which is wonderful. But also, like, it's such a, like, like, another thing I never saw coming. The Amidalans. Yeah. Like, and I, I love that, dude, because it picks up on these people. Like, if you read those books and you picked up on all that, like, they were so close and they were so, such a, like, unit and friendship and, like, all the things that they work through in that book or those books. You know what I mean? Like... What happened? Like, what happened after that? Like, she died and then they were all, oh, well, I'm out of a job. You know what I mean? Like, the idea Mm -hmm. that they continued this mission and were, like, looking for the person that killed their queen, dude. Like, I love that. I really, really, that was such a good idea. And it, especially with Vader at this time, um, before before this came out, maybe it was early when this came out, they did one of those virtual Comic-Con at home things. And Greg Pak the writer said something that he wanted to explore the emotional trauma that Vader was going through at the time. I'm sorry. I said, I missed that one. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it was because, you know, we knew that Luke had gone through some stuff, you know, learning that his father was his enemy and Mm -hmm. that Vader wanted him to join him. But, but his, his whole thing was that, Vader was going through just as much as Luke was by being rejected and and everything else trying to to try to turn against the emperor. And mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people there are people out there whose opinions I respect who don't like this <laughs> soft Vader idea. Okay. I'm listening. But Luke says it Luke says it that there's still good in him. Padme says it. Padme <laughs> also, says it. like, like, yeah. yeah, dude, like, yeah. Oh. So there, there is good in him, and I like these these stories that explore it. And to bring it back to what you were saying, that it's these people who are doing this for Anakin just as much as they are for Padme. Yeah, and you know, staring him in the face, and he's he's you know, he's flashing back to the uh, he's control the the, the pitch. Yeah, the, 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 the entire city is one big planet. This was your homie when you were ten, dude. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's happened. Like, and they're telling that like as he's killing them, 
<laughs> they're like for Anakin. <laughs> like, yeah. like these people are dying for him as he's killing them, and he's remembering everything that from his previous life. Which I also think you keep up on everything, right? I try. Okay. Do you did you read Lords of the Sith? A while back, yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not going to go into a super deep cut, but, like, Lords of the Sith, like, thematically, the journey of him there is, like, Mm -hmm. extinguishing the last of his ghosts, of Anakin, in the Vader. It's him and the Emperor, and they're back on Ryloth, and, like, Anakin has memories there. But the Emperor helps him destroy all of those. So, like, a lot of this stuff seems like a lot of the reawakening of like, there are all these cries to Anakin at this Mm. point when Vader is very vulnerable. Yeah. You know, this is an hour and a half after he just threw his boy down a hole. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's like, it's so, I don't know, dude. Like it's, it's really, really well done. I I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, God, he he doesn't kill Riccoli. He stabs him in the shoulder, and Riccoli goes down like for Anakin. Right. I thought. I thought. Yeah. I thought. It, when, seeing that one panel when he runs his saber through Rick, I thought he was dead. But then later on, it's shown that he's not. And part of me wonders if that was a conscious choice because Vader. If Vader wants to kill you, you die. Yeah. Yeah. We have seen lots of people just like boop boop gone. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, and like how you were talking about, like people, we respect having opinions of things like this happening in comics that add Mm -hmm. shade to and depth to the films that they enjoy, or they might not call it that. Um, (laughs) but like, uh, if you want to flash back to flash back with me to the 2015 star Wars series, uh, the very first issues in which like Anakin first, I'm sorry. Vader runs into Luke on Simon, right? Like they first yeah. have a face off. Mm-hmm. Like that comic to me starts Vader on the path that leads him here because like at first he's like just looking for the guy who destroyed the Death Star and it's there right. that he's like, "Wait, this is my lightsaber. Wait, you learned from Obi-Wan. You're that kid." Like what like and he starts to dig. And it's that digging that sort of leads him to figuring out that Luke Skywalker name unchanged is his Uh son, you know, like that leads him to empire, which after that is where he sets off on this path, which is like, all right, kill everybody. (laughs) Like, yeah, I need to get to like the bottom of this and everybody who lied to me, it wasn't just the emperor. This is bigger. Um, (laughs) kind of, but also I just sent my son down a hole and cut off his arm an hour and a half ago. And I'm just really like feeling some things right now that I haven't in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, which goes back to the, there is still good in him. Yeah. And it, it, it builds on that whole moment started back at, in issue one or two of the original star Wars series. Like you were, you were saying. Yeah. I really, I like that the comics like spur that impetus to get us to the mm-hmm. next spot and give us the right. moments. Like, and I think this one like does a pretty good job of taking that, that piece you know, and also, like I said, like I, I, it should be like you guys should have all figured out by now that I really, really like the Queen's Shadow and Queen's Peril books. Um, <laughs> I think you mentioned it. Yeah. So, like, but oh, there is no but. I just it is it is what it is. <laughs> okay. So he starts like just scrapping fools at the gate, and he like kind of like d- he kind of doesn't kill Rick Lee, but stabs him to almost death, and then he's like. Mm-hmm. He, like, he's cutting Mon Cal's in half. Like, it's a bad scene. And as he goes into, like, he went to Thede, to the tomb of Padme Amidala. And as he gets to the gate, Sabe shows up with four homies and is like, you will not desecrate this grave. And yep. boom, so swear, the handmaidens of Amidala. Oh, man, did it cut off there? Why did it cut off on my page? It's okay, I memorized it. It's okay, I, 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 I have it pulled up too. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so then he starts fighting, and it's but it's not it's not uh, everybody. It's a uh, it's Sabe, Irte, Rabe, Sashe, and Dorme. Mm-hmm. So 
the one we're missing would be <laughs> Yane. I think you're right. Yeah, Yane, because Yane. Uh, okay, this is like probably this is like quote, quote unquote not canon because you know it's just something that E.K. Johnson said on Twitter or like uh, on some interview. I think uh, I was watching one of the things that she was doing for one of the releases of her books, but she had a little uh, online thing, and they were as somebody asked her about the comic. And they were like, what happened to Yane? Where's Yane? Is she dead? And she was like, no, Yane's at home taking care of the kids. Yane was the mom friend. Like, you know, she had an, she's like, I think Yane is there. And she also said something about like, I couldn't think of a way, like whenever I thought about any future for the handmaidens and particularly Sashay, like I couldn't think of anything else other than Sashay dying. Sasha resisting, getting executed. Sasha, like Sasha would never stop. Sasha would not quit, you know, but mm-hmm. I didn't have to think of it because Greg Pak thought of a better way to keep all of these people alive, including Sasha. You know, they would have never taken the occupation. They would never have taken like Moff Panaka grumming into power. Like they would have resisted until the end, particularly mm-hmm. Sasha uh, in her head. So the fact that like Sasha lived and all of them sort of lived by taking on this extra, uh, you know, by shifting on their path this way uh, to find Padme's murderers instead of focusing on the Empire was a really, really cool, she thought was a really cool way to continue those characters on. Yeah, I think I'd say so. On to a page where there are five handmaidens fighting Vader. <laughs> Like, there's a few, but I just took, like, they're, like, kind of hitting them with little sticks and stuff. They got, like, stun staffs. Like, they're jumping with blasters. And then, basically, he's like, never mind. Like, like he kind of, like, chokes them all at once and, like, throws them back when he gets fed up with getting poked, I guess. Um, but he doesn't kill him. No. Like, which is, again, another, like, weird thing. But I also like that, like, if you want to, like, really dig deep, um, you know, like, maybe mutual friends who don't share this... <laughs> <laughs> opinion of those people that are like that's not what Vader would do this is two hours after the Falcon jumps to light speed mm-hmm. and Vader does not kill it's not Captain Nita it's a uh, uh, Piet Vader does not kill right. Piet so like in that like strange vulnerable spot like in the movies that to me confirms Vader's very turmoil and like changes that are happening within him at the moment because we saw him kill like three people mm-hmm. <laughs> like an hour ago in movie time yeah he walks up to the tomb and there on a little pillow is a little mm-hmm. piece of Japor snippet carved for a uh, girl so mm-hmm. that he could remember little Anakin by and I don't think there's any lines or anything. I just like it. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a very a very nice moment. The way it's done with the art, you know, showing little Anakin giving it to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very nice quiet moment. And then you know the next page, it's there's there's are there are two narration panels bookending the the Sando monster uh, Rick Olay alive with all these dead people behind him, and then the the handmaidens basically, you know, the people who are alive are apologizing to Padme and, and the narration in, in Vader's head, I made this for you, which is Anakin's words. And you know, that's what he made. Then this is devastation is what he made now. So dope. Mm -hmm. Like, and not dope in a reason that I like, I like the devastation of killing people, but the story is just like really well done as I'm recognizing at the moment. Uh, so like the next, I think we're getting into the next issue now, and and he's like at the tomb, mm-hmm. and so like <laughs> Sabe Sabe's the first one to get up and runs back to him like, dude, like you can't desecrate this grave, like what are you doing, like, and he like opens it, but he doesn't, quote unquote, desecrate it, and the little, uh, you know, his little droid's able to scan it through and be like, hey, there's a medical implant, and it says, uh, let me get the coordinates for you. And then Sabe yeah. runs back to the people, you know, and is like, oh, no, he knows. And she's like, everybody meet them at blah, 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 blah. Then he calmly walks out 
and he says, go. You know, or, or the Death Troopers almost kill them. And he, like, takes the blaster from the Death Trooper as it's about to blast. Um, and then he's like, go, tell all your friends to meet me on Polis Massa. Dun, dun, dun! And, you know, you and me are like, wah! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he shows up on Polis Massa, and it is not functioning. Nope. It is run down and destroyed. And it looks like there's been a former rebel base there. I think it, at one point in some story there was. Ooh, I got I don't remember that story. I want to say it it might even be an EU thing. Okay. Because I remember in the Battlefront 2005 one there was a level on Polis Massa where you were attacking a rebel base and someone I remember b- back in the day it, it related to something that tied in. Nice. Deep cuts, deep cuts. Yeah, very uh, deep cut. Yeah, the line is just like a former rebel base discovered years ago and bombarded by imperial troops. Da 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 da. Like, where do we start? So they go and they kind of dig around and everything's like messed up. And he's like, well, the registry's all gone. Everything's over there in the tower. You have to go to the tower, like where the surgeries are performed. And then like a little fleet shows up of like these big Naboo ships and then like the regular Naboo fighters and then like some Arc 170. Like I was just looking at the ships. Yeah. What are the, the kind of silver ones on the on the bottom row they looked like blue naboo ships like blue yeah. naboo star they just look like naboo starfighters but they were silver they or blue instead of gold i wonder if they were like supposed to be bombers or something yeah maybe uh but there was arc 170s and there were these big like zeppelin looking things that i don't yes. know where the design came from i just I think like it. it paid off in like later panels where they like hit the ground and start blowing up I'm like, you yeah. just wanted a big ship to blow up. Like, mm-hmm. You could have done this with all fighters, y'all. Y'all are fighting one guy. Um, so they all start, you know, for Amidala and Anakin. And then they like run and start killing Vader. And Vader starts crashing all the ships. And he's like reaching up and like, you know, crushing their little engines or whatever. And they're crashing into each other and crashing into the people on the ground. Okay. In this whole like, this is a couple pages of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chaos. Yeah. I don't like that. Granted, they have kind of like semi space suits because it's like Polis Massa. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any of the um, any of the handmaidens or Rick, who I assume is injured right now anyway, um, or like Tanra or Typho. So. I don't know why they didn't come, first of all. And then second of all, I don't think he killed them. I no, think, it... and even if you go back and I, you read the dialogue, he's like, tell your friends to meet me, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Although, why wouldn't you go if you were like down to throw down? But right. still, like, I think, like, because I kept going back and looking for like, did he kill Sabe? Did he, is, is they, are they all gone too? And I cannot find any evidence of that at the moment. No, it's yeah. I I did the same exact thing rereading this the other day, trying to see are any of these bodies anyone we know, and it didn't look like it. It did not. Uh, but there was one like pretty crazy splash panel, which is him like cutting some arms off. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, it's it's brutal stuff, sir. You know, I mean, it's not anything I'm looking forward to in a Kenobi series, but hey. Anyway, we get to the part when he like goes and they're like, well, everything's corrupted. We can't find anything. And he has the droid with him. And they're like, wait, one of the droids like still part of the memory is active or whatever. Like, you know, it's uncorrupted. And he pulls out the recording of Padme's last words. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Obi-Wan, you know, and he's like that name. Like he keeps she keeps saying that it must be somebody important. Anakin <laughs> kills the droid. Yeah. Um. And then the last words still come out from the other droid, which is like, they're still good in him. I know they're still. And it's a beautiful panel of Vader looking down and once again, like deep in thought and regret and remorse and everything else that happens inside of Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like we said before, he doesn't find out about Leia. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He just gets the last words and that's it. Was it the the Afra comic where, or was it, I think it might've been a Vader comic with Afra where she goes to 
like her family yeah. doctor. It's the original run. Uh, well, the original. It's the 2015 run of Darth mm-hmm. Vader, uh, by Kieran Gillen. Yeah. Who, yeah. when like starts hunting, the, like once he finds out the Skywalker name, they start hunt. They go to Tatooine and all that. And when they get to Naboo, they find the person that prepared the body. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that was it. The medical examiner. Yeah. And like, basically it, it almost ends up like, cause I went, because you go back to look at it and also it also shows up in that Dr. Aphra audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of like feeds him the information and he agrees. Cause they're like, just yeah. blah, 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 blah. And what do you know? And all this. And then she's like, we know he had a son. Like, we're just asking you to confirm what he already knows. And then the, the guy like, as like he's being tortured to death is like, yes. Like we faked the pregnant body cause she had a son mm-hmm. or whatever but never spills like, but dies, you know, and never spills that, uh, they had a daughter. Yeah. Which uh, was a part. very nice, like way of outsmarting. Right. But also to be fair, he might not know because the body was brought to him. True. And maybe he was just told like, Hey, just fake this pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know? And that's then true. like the way that the way that it's phrased. And cause that's what I went back to look at. <laughs> like after this, I went back and I did reread a couple of those things and it was like, mm-hmm. Afra feeds him the information. Like, we already know he's got a son. Like, just tell her, like, okay, okay, yes, he's got a son. I faked the body. Mm-hmm. You know, and then boom, dead. And then Triple Zero goes to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So then Vader goes back home and he knows he's already grounded. Yeah. <laughs> and the Emperor's there and he's like, you know, well, whatever, what were you doing? Did you settle your business? Yes, Master. Really? Don't you know fear leads to blah, 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 you know? You are just in grief. You need to start over from fear. And there's a big splash panel. And so far, what, we're three or four issues deep in the next run. And it's like the emperor's like has to retrial him because he's like all weak sauce now because of his son. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a pretty cool trial. It's not over yet. And it is going into crazy places. (laughs) Like Mm, already there's been three times in this one where I've been like, what mm-hmm. um yeah man you made some notes here dude talk to me uh i think we covered all of my notes let me just double check here oh, okay uh, yeah you got he didn't kill rico lee yeah possibly on purpose <laughs> yeah trauma the oh wait the, the the next issue is pretty much all about palpatine laying the smack down on on vader yeah and um, they, he, you know, he basically dismantles him and tells him he's going to face a trial and he can't use the Force. And he sends his one of his best hunters after Vader, <laughs> uh, who is Ochi of Bestoon. Yeah, repping Bestoon. We got Bestoon's yeah. legacy in the house. <laughs> yes. Um, and Ochi has some pretty cool bounty hunter, bounty hunter armor, too. He's a little, like, I don't know. I don't even want to get into the next issues yet. Maybe we should just save this for that. <laughs> but I'm just going to say he's a little mercurial swift. <laughs> he's got yeah. that attitude, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got that young bounty hunter attitude of like, I'm so cool. And, <laughs> you know, uh, okay. So like, we still really don't know if they're Alliance rebels, but, huh? So there have been a few things uh, that EK has said, like on, a, a, like, I don't know if this is on podcasts or on, like, I've seen a few of her like live streams or whatever, but I sometimes get confused. So I don't know where it was, but the idea that Sabe and Tanra were part of the Alliance is seated there. And okay. it was something that she intended to put into Ahsoka. Huh. So, and may have actually sneakily put, in Ahsoka. Really? That's what I heard. So if you want to dive through, I mean, there's, there's a few other things like speaking of EK Johnston mysteries, uh, that I follow on Twitter. Uh, do you remember? Oh, let's see. I think this is in Queens shadow. And there's a part where Sabe is at Dex's diner. And like, she's meeting with somebody and like, she's about to leave and like, there's a little boy who like runs over and holds the door or something for her. 
And in some interview or something, she said like that boy I put in there on purpose and that's somebody. And so I immediately started like, I went back to the chapters and I reread it. Do you even know what I'm talking about? I, it sounds familiar. The scene sounds familiar, but I I have not heard that. Okay. So she says that, right? So I go back Mm -hmm. to the scene and I start rereading it and I start making like my little notes of like, okay, Coruscant, like teenage boy, like anybody in that kind of age range, like grew up on Coruscant, like, you know, probably not because a a whole bunch of people online were being like, oh, it's Lux Bonteria. I'm like, why would he be waiting tables? Like, because to me, it seemed that the kid was bringing in a tray or taking out a tray like he was delivering food. Like he worked there, which in theory, I could have just misinterpreted it. And it was just a kid taking out food who had ordered there. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I took it pretty seriously and I started looking into it. The answer that I came up with was, uh, oh, uh, so he has, he kind of holds the door open for Sabe. And when she walks out and he like, he looks at her, uh, her like watch, which is her like calm device. And it like explains how like, oh, like he, his eyes kind of like got on her calm device. Like, you know, she banged around the like tech so that it wouldn't look like so brand and new and, and right. fancy you know, but it clearly it wasn't fooling this kid. So she was going to have to like mess around with it a little more later. You know, this kid must know his tech or something like that. And they have like a small little exchange, which I can't remember at the moment. Uh, but so I was like, okay, kid grew up on Coruscant, probably not super rich, holds a day job and knows tech. And the answer that I came up with, like in this critical moment, I forget his first name. <laughs> uh, Del Miko is a really? kid who grew up on Coruscant, okay. scared of Jedi, Yeah, knows his tech, reprograms Dio multiple occasions, mm-hmm. and like, basically, like, he was the only kid on Coruscant who would be like semi-age appropriate. Like, you know, he wouldn't, he would have been like a teenage slash young kid at that age, you know, mm-hmm. and like, he knows tech. Mm, he might have a job question mark yeah <laughs> anyway thought i was gonna run that i don't know that's some that's some good sleuthing and i can totally see that now it's the best i could do um i still don't think it's lux monetary mm-hmm. no um, yeah yeah but it was it was one of those like rabbit holes that i was like oh i think i can like figure this out and i i think it's one of those things that i will just never know if i got it right <laughs> unless some book about Del Mico comes out and he's like, man, when I was a teenager and working for, you know, Dex's diner back on Coruscant, remember that time I held a door open for a really pretty lady and something <laughs> happened. She had a nice watch. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So like, if you had to like, I don't know. I like the series. Yeah. It's, it's, it starts off strong. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the betw- the idea of stuff between Empire and Jedi and something that goes into Vader's psyche and deals with a lot of the past. Yeah. And you know, I I love the the second of the new Thrawn trilogy, the first one. Um okay, where alliances. it's in yes, alliances and Half of it is Anakin and Thrawn. The other half is Vader and Thrawn. Right, and the right. parts where Thrawn is like so close to death because he's just dropping the name Skywalker <laughs> right in front of Darth Vader. That is some of my favorite Star Wars literary content right there. So stuff where where Vader is reminded of his past, I, I like it especially when it's done well. And here it's it's done great. You know, like like the fact that he runs into all these people who he could very easily kill, mm-hmm. and he has every reason to, but it looks like he saves he spares all of them. Yeah, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Like we see a lot of confirmed Vader deaths, but not one of them seems to be Sabe, any of the handmaidens. It seems like even Rick Olier took a shoulder, took a shoulder wound. Right. Um yeah, man, I like those. I like I like the things that bring everything together like that. And I I don't know why I didn't think of Thrawn Alliances, but yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Um, except in Thrawn Alliances, you get two of the stories like concurrently. Like it's yeah. literally Thrawn and Vader going on an adventure, and then it flashes back to the time that Thrawn and Anakin were on an adventure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, it's like almost like every time he gets to a spot, like we already know the adventure because it was episode two or episode three or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or episode one, you know? So like every time, like when Rico Lee pops up, it's like, you get on pretty quick. Like it flashes back to like the part that we already know and I can already hear it in his voice. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, I like that. And I like that. Um, I also like the idea that after empire is the sort of like, like empire is the impetus that starts to reawaken Anakin that gets him to the point where he can make that choice in return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. as opposed to perhaps, you know, being confronted with his past in Star Wars Rebels Twilight of the Apprentice, where he is confronted with his past and doesn't make that choice. You know what I mean? Like, y- like she finds Anakin and she does connect with him in a bit, but also, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter. He's Vader. Like, the idea yeah. that, that, like, that Skywalker, like, Luke, the confrontation with Luke in Empire was the crack that starts to open all of this. And if it keeps going in this way, by the time we get to the Jedi is where we can have a dude having a conversation with his son holding the lightsaber that he's built. And he's like, you have become powerful. I guess I'm going to have to take you to my boss. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I don't really want to though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I like that idea. Yeah. I like depth. Yes. And this, this run is definitely full of depth. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, man. I guess we're going to wrap it up real quick. Uh, let's do your plugs again. Okay. Uh, again, Tom Chansky on Twitter. Weekly on the Sith list where you can hear me trying to stand up against the evils of Naboo. Ugh. And then I do Patreon shows for our friends at Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and the Bad Motivators. Good times, everybody. You can check us out at therogerebels.com. Take this podcast. Share it with your friends. Spread it around. Talk about how awesome comic books are. Uh, and that's it. This is a podcast. Here's the end of the podcast. Ochio Bastoon coming soon. All right. That's just the end of the podcast. I just sing at the end of every show. <laughs> <laughs>